All right. Well, today I am joined by the CEO of Notion, Ivan Zhao. And Ivan, we have to dive into some news that you guys have. But before we do that, I kind of like I use Notion every day. I manage my column using Notion. I man, Notion. I use. I manage my podcast. I write a newsletter, and I have a small team, and we use Notion to keep basically everything organized. But to be completely honest, if someone asked me to describe Notion, I'm not sure what I would say. So I would love to hear from you. Like, how do you describe to people what what Notion is? I would describe Notion as a connected workspace for your documents, for your knowledge base, and for your tasks and projects. So Notion is one place you can do all these in one space, rather than alternative you probably have to use several different apps and go into different browser tabs open you know notification coming in different places you have to check notion solved this fragmentation tool problem for many of us all the way from you know, gen z's students to enterprise customers that's what we do as a as a product okay so that was a better example than probably because what i've always said to people in the past is it's sort of like if you took uh your favorite writing app and Slack and Trello and Basecamp and you just mushed them all together. And and you and what you yeah. and what you had was like one tool that essentially could do all of those things. You just describe the writing app, right? That's the writing part we do. The Trello is the task part we do, right? And a lot of part of writing documentation is knowledge based the wiki. That's another thing we do really, really well. So Notion can do at least those three, four things really, really well in one place and everything in between. And the reason why we can do that is the product it's created from almost like Lego bricks. So if you use Notion, and I'm sure you uh, you play with this, like the, there's a concept of a block, a building block. A paragraph is a block, a bullet list is a block, a toggle list is a block. It's much richer than just a typical document because the block can hold way more information. For engineers, you can hold your code snippets. Now, if you are a to-do fanatic, you can hold your toggles and toggle can clean toggles way more richer. Right? Embed your YouTube videos. You can embed this podcast or just do uh, in your Notion documents. It's richer. And the block can also work as databases. Databases can hold tens or thousands or hundred thousands of records of different sorts. On one end could be tasks, the other end could be um, your interviews, or it could be your personal CRM or company CRM, right? So it's this Lego bricks approach is really flexible, allow us to do all those three, four different use cases we're just describing in one place, just like Legos can be any toys for any kids because it's infinitely composable and flexible. And with this, the Lego approach will can solve the fragmentation pain that we all feel in the modern you know, work days. Yeah. So one of the things I feel like Notion does really well, and this is one of the reasons that I really kind of just jumped on board when I was trying to find, because I had been using Trello to manage sort of my workflow process. The problem with Trello, like the big problem that I had at the moment was I would use it to manage an article, for example, as it worked its way through, but then I had no way to go back and search things, right? Like if I wanted to know like what happened the last time that I, that I wrote about this, Trello didn't give me that in any meaningful way, but Notion, like you just described, you can add tables, right? So I can keep track of everything on a Kanban board, but I can also look at it like as a, as a database or as a spreadsheet that I can then search. And I will say that it's, it is funny because writing actual content is the only thing I don't do in Notion, but 
I'm kind of tempted now because the the news that you guys are announcing today, as, well, tomorrow as we record this, but today as people will be listening to this, I feel like you're going to make it a lot easier easier for people to use Notion to write because you guys are rolling out some AI powered features that have been previously available kind of on a wait list, but now are available to everybody. So t- tell me about that. Yeah, that's that's a perfect segue. So tomorrow, um, February 22nd, uh, we kind of opened up our Notion AI was previously private alpha to everybody. Uh, then it's going to be free. Everybody going to have free access. Uh, we'll be going to have unlimited access for our paying customers. And like I mentioned, this is interesting, especially for people who write or edit a lot, um, because we believe we are one of the first and one of the best to leverage AI in this kind of productivity space for writing, for knowledge base, for task. Right? Um, People already do all those tasks in Notion, do all those work in Notion. Now they have this new AI Lego bricks right where they work, right? Our tens of million users around the world, they don't have to go to another browser tab, open another search engine. It happens right where they already have all their knowledge, all their work, all their collaboration. Boom, now the new Lego bricks AI comes in and just make everything better and make you write faster, think bigger, you know, work a lot more efficient. And we actually have been uh, alpha testing this for more than several months now. Uh, we start alpha testing November. Right now, there's more than 2 million users on the alpha alpha list. And we're actually re- using those alpha users, uh, working with them to refine the feature we're launching tomorrow. So what we learned is, you probably heard the term AI, the current generation called generative AI. Right? So a lot about generating, r- help you write a draft, which is useful. Like it can, you're a writer, but it I'm not a writer, but it saved me a lot of time to write the very first version of the thing. What we learned from those 2 million alpha testing user and all their feedback is it's actually even more useful to help you edit, to help you collaborate, help you, you know, refine what you already did, help you augmenting your work, right? So Notion is a space of people already writing, collaborating, you know, commenting each other's documents or knowledge base. Boom, now AI comes in, AI can help you do that much better, right? So, and the ratio of people using Notion to generate the first draft versus editing and refining is quite different. Like way more people use Notion AI to refine, to edit, and we're excited to see what people do uh, starting tomorrow with this new capability. So, so not just generative, and it actually helps you do work in a very interesting, different way that bring the AI closer your application. Yeah. Okay. So a couple quick questions. The first thing, obviously people have, if they've heard of generative AI, it's probably in the context of either chat GPT, which anyone can go to, you know, chat.openai.com and like tell it to do thing, right? Write a song in the style of whatever about this thing, and it'll just spit stuff out for you. And then they've also potentially heard about Bing, right? Bing has now, uh, incorporated the same essentially the same technology into it but the difference is instead of being limited by language models that are you know two or three years old it also has the ability to search the internet for current content and that's been kind of comical right like i'm not sure microsoft quite expected people to be using bing in the way that it's been used and so it's gotten a lot of attention and people have probably heard about it but I feel like it's important to distinguish because what you have built into Notion is actually a little bit different than those two things, right? It's using the the predictive language capabilities, but you're doing it on your own. Like, not that you can't use it on other content, but like it's based on your own. For example, I um, 
one of the things I do in my workflow is because I'm a writer and I write about things that are happening in the world, I'll find an article and I'm thinking, okay, I need to do some research. And so I will use the browser extension and I'll clip a bunch of things. And then I can go in and use the AI tool and say, summarize these, right? Instead of reading a 1200 word article, I can just, the AI in Notion will just, I mean, I can select all and click the little AI button and say, summarize, and it'll give me two paragraphs that tell me everything that was in there, right? Like that's a super useful tool that people can use in, in the actual work that they're doing. It's not necessarily for entertainment, but that's different than those other two examples. And so I guess I'm curious to hear you talk about like where you guys decided to land in terms of what, what kind of AI you'd be building into this piece of software. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, you describe uh, ChatGPT and Bin. They are destinations. They're where you go to, to chat, to search. I, was, I like I mentioned earlier, we're unique in the way that we're ready where you work. We bring AI to you. You don't go there, right? The AI knows, Notion knows what your last meeting note is. Notion knows what the project you're working on, right? So if you go to the meeting note, which is just your transcription, and press spacebar, then all of a sudden, AI shows up. So AI says, hey, what would you like to do with this meeting note transcription? You say, summarize for me. Then the Notion AI will do that for you. And you say, find an actionable item for me from this transcription. Notion AI will do that for you. Because you also use Notion for managing tasks, all the actionable items can automatically become your task and easily move into your task database. Right? Everything happens in one place right where you work rather than being another destination that doesn't know as much about who you are or what your work is. Uh, I would say that's a big difference. And that's what makes me excited. I would say we're one of the first in the market to bring AI to you rather than being another destination for AI. Right, so it's kind of like with Bing, Bing Bing's new chat bot AI powered tool has the benefit of being able to search the internet, right? The public internet. Whereas what you've built into Notion has the benefit of knowing what it is you're actually working on, right? Like it's, it, you can apply it to the memo you just wrote or the research that you're doing. I mean, I have a research assistant who does basically what I described and she's great. So I'm not necessarily looking to get rid of her. But the thing is, sometimes I have more work than I can hand out to someone. And it is really nice to just take three articles and say, hey, Notion, I just, I copied and pasted them. Or actually I didn't have to even do that because the browser extension did it for me. Just summarize these things. The yeah, the clipper. Clipper, yep. And it just did them, did it for me. Now, one of the fun things that it does, so I asked Notion's AI, I, I typed a thing that says, give me questions to ask Ivan about Notion's AI capabilities. I, okay, that's a go. real thing I did. <laughs> and it, they were good questions, actually. You've answered a couple of them, but one of them that I think is interesting is it says, how does Notion ensure data privacy and security with the use of AI? And I think that's an interesting question because it's the, you know, the logical thing someone might be asking, as you described, Notion already knows the thing you're working on. It already knows the memo you just got. It already knows those things. The question is like, so who else knows? Or is this happening on device? Is this happening in my browser? Where is this happening? And who's getting access to this data? This is extremely important question, not just for Notion, but this, uh, our industry at large. Right? And like AI is a brand new technology. And has a lot. It's very powerful, but it's a lot of unknown behavior. Has bias. Has hallucination. Can lie to you. You know the model. Uh, you're not sure where the information goes to 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 train the model, right? Uh, so, our business model is in the enterprise space. We have a lot of personal users, 
but how we make it as a business is to serve companies who use Notion as a product. So trust is the most important. And, and the one common question that our enterprise the business user have is, does since Notion already knows so much about my work, by my task, uh, does Notion AI kind of know that as well, right? And does the, the information that you, you use to power Notion AI kind of leak into other companies? So the answer to that is no. So with the launching of Notion AI to, tomorrow, nothing with the relationship with our customer changes at all. So nothing going to be used for training, nothing going to use for you know, refining the model and so on and so forth, unless you have your explicit uh, permission from the customer. Right? Be, um, so that I wanted to make that very clear. We want to be very careful here because this is a new technology. Many people don't know what to do with it. Um, many people are suspicious of it. Um, so we want to be as cautious as we can. Right. Now, and, I, and you guys, I was going through, this is one of the things I do. I read through things like terms and conditions and all that kind of stuff. And one of the, it talks about where the data is being actually processed. And so if, if, and I just wanted to clarify this because most people are not going to read that. And I think what you just said is very important that, that the security of your data that you have in Notion doesn't change just because you're using the AI feature, right? And so I just wanted to sort of like pull on the thread and ask like, does the data somehow have to go to open any AI in order for it to process it and send back a response? Or is that all happening on your servers, meaning Notion's servers? The data goes to open AI and our vendors, we, by the way, work with multiple vendors. The data goes to our vendors, but they can only process. They wouldn't know what's happening inside the box. Right? Just like it's pretty typical uh, as a sub-processor vendor. The, what our customer care about is what vendors such as open and know what's happening inside the box and use that information to refine their technology. And from that process, their information might leak into other customers or other people use the same technology. The answer is no. Great. That's good. So then no one can go to chat GPT or to Bing and say, tell me about the meeting that Jason and Ivan had and what, you know, write me a script for that pod. Like it doesn't know that this exists. None of that. Yeah. It has no idea. That's so. not that's good. Box. Now, one of the other things that was interesting is it it says that uh, you may not use Notion AI to generate um, mislead. I'm sorry, to mislead any person that output from the services was solely human generated, or to generate spam content for dissemination of electoral campaigns. Use the services in a manner that violates any applicable laws. Blah 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 blah. It goes on. It just made me think like you guys must have thought about like what some of the uses of this are going to be. And I'm just curious, how, like what was your thought process? What what did you imagine some of the ramifications of this? Because clearly the goal is simply for this to help people get their work done better, faster, you know, whatever. But certainly people can use it for all kinds of things. I'm just curious, like what your thoughts are about that? Yeah. It's a new technology, very powerful, but like I mentioned, has a lot of problems. And I would say us as as industry figuring out how to deal with such problem. The problem of bias, problem of lying, problem with all data information, right? Problem with hallucination. Um, if you start using Notion AI tomorrow, you will see a little disclaimer on the bottom of where you interact with the problem. Uh, AI can give you misleading information. Please watch out, right? So if you ask, hey, what's the, give you my annual report on my industry, likely, very likely that number will be wrong. Notion is a professional tool. We don't want people to take that number for granted and just apply into their work. We want to warn people that, yes, it's a powerful thing, but 
please use with extra caution. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point. So for example, I was putting together a, a consent letter for our two children who are going to be traveling internationally. And at the bottom of it, I needed to put a statement that a no, I didn't want to pay like legal zoom, whatever for a template. So I'm like, I can come up with this. Right. So I just, I asked notions AI, I said, write me a notary statement to put at the bottom of a travel letter. Like what's it supposed to say? You know, I live in this state and it did it, but to your point, I then went and like looked and found some examples to say like, is this what this should say? Right. Like I didn't depend on it entirely. And over time, maybe my trust level will increase. But I think I, what I hear you saying is this is meant to be the first, this is meant to be a first step that you can use, or maybe it's even the second step, but it's definitely not the last step, right? This is not the published step. Yeah. Before any financial or legal document, a better use case might be create a job description of some role, something sure. less aesthetic, and, and the right answer is more nebulous than, uh, right? So don't recommend any use notion for anything financial or legal or anything that high stake. And please double check. This is a brand new technology. I think what you said is I shouldn't be using AI to send my children overseas, but but I, that's a fair that's a fair fair point. So, okay, I I you. You said that there have been, I, I don't know if you said this number, but it was shared with me that there are over 2 million people who have been trying this out. That's a lot. I'll be candid. I use Notion every day. And if you would have asked me how many users Notion had, I'm not sure I would have guessed a number that high. No, no offense to note, like big numbers are hard for me, right? Like I just, it's hard to figure that out. But that's a lot of people who have been trying this out. I'm just curious, like what has the response been? What, what do you see people using it for? And what is the feedback you've gotten so far? Um... The largest thing we noticed is, like I mentioned earlier, it's we heard the term generative AI is more generating something, creating something from nothing, right? Uh, the larger trend we noticed, actually, people use this to edit, to modify, to refine. So, for example, you have your meeting no example. You have a piece of content there, piece of information there. Notion AI now understand what that is, can make it better for you, can generate a summary, can extract actionable items, Right. If you're if you have a job description, then you want to make the language sounds better. You don't you can just select the text and let Notion AI to do different variations for you and pick your favorite ones. Right? So um, it's no longer just for writing or generating it's for refining and editing. And that's a new behavior even surprise us internally. We're going to thought there's going to be a lot of generation first draft of uses use case. Yes, there are. But even more so are those kind of editing refining. Yeah. And I had mentioned that I had been, I had not previously been using notion to actually as a writing tool specifically, but that this might change my mind. I actually took an article that I had been working on for later this week on a completely unrelated topic. I put it all into notion and I did, I used the ask AI. There's this little button I can click right here when I highlight text and, and I clicked improve writing. <laughs> now as a writer, that's a little scary. Cause I'm like, what, what is this going to do to my writing now? Thankfully, it lets me either choose to just completely replace it or put it below so I can compare things. One thing that was interesting that I noticed it did is I could then choose like the tone, right? Like, do I want this writing to be more formal? Do I want it to, you know, how do I want this to be different? And it, so this was an article where I, in the article, shared a personal experience. And I noticed that when it got to the part where I said, I previously shared such and such and such and such, it didn't change anything. It's like it knew that I was referencing a thing I had already, like, it wasn't going to change that. Like, I feel like this is going to be a tool that, like you said, people are going to, who don't write professionally or who don't create content professionally, 
they're going to get a lot of benefit because it's not a matter of, do I have a person on my staff that can do this? Like, no, I, if I'm a small business and I'm using notion to manage my marketing campaign, I probably don't have a copywriter on staff, right? Like, so this is a thing I can then use to make, make my content more professional. And you know, I'm, I'm just wondering where does it, what, like, what are the next level capabilities that you see people being able to use this for? So earlier you asked what Notion is, and I described that we're a connector workspace that help that connects your documents, your knowledge base, and your tasks and project. So we just described all the use case Notion and I you described is largely around document and notes, around writing, around editing. And the next natural one is for us is knowledge base a wiki how can now you have notion stores all your work information or personal information how can we make sense of it? how can you make sense of it better and how can ai help you make sense of it better so that's the next frontier we're very interested in language model has the power to not only summarize but to reason to answer questions right that's extremely interesting so uh give you one concrete example Many larger, many of large customers, if you have like several hundred or over a thousand employees, you maintain a knowledge base, you hire people dedicated jobs to keep the knowledge base up. It's a lot of work. So AI can help this person make sure everything is up to date, all the information are consistent with each other and, and, and help you answer whatever question your employee base have. So that's the, uh, around the second use case, knowledge base. The last one is task, right? AI can reason now. AI can, you, when you create a task, you say, hey, uh, a lot of engineering teams use Notion for ticketing, which is a fancy term to describe engineer task. When you create a ticket, how important is this ticket? Is it, uh, it's high urgency, low urgency? Before someone has to like read through the whole thing and assign to the right person, AI can do that for you as well. So I just described a couple use cases around wiki and knowledge base and task that AI can do, but sky is the limit. Uh, we truly opened up a new, new type of Lego bricks that can fundamentally change how we work. Well, and one of the things that it that I so I saw a short little video that kind of goes along with the launch. And one of the things that it let you do is you could you could be looking at a document or a report or an email and say, "Give me a list of to dos from this," and it pulls out it like pulls together. Here are the four action items or whatever were in this, you know, and and. I just, when I look at that, I just think like, this is going to be such a powerful tool for people who are trying, trying to get their arms around large amounts of information that they have to process on a regular basis. But really what they want to do is just do their job, right? Like, I just want to do the thing that I'm good at doing, but I have to deal with all of this other stuff. And Notion is building a tool based on the short amount of time that I've been using it that kind of handles all of that stuff just so you can kind of get back to doing work. Like I like to write articles. Do I like to do the research? No. But if I have a tool like Notion that can just do it all in one place and I imagine, I mean, whatever, I'll give you a feature request, I guess. I imagine a day in the future where I could just say to the AI, tell me about the last four times I wrote about this company's earnings, for example, and what's the trend, right? I want to be like, there's no reason why that's not where we go in the future, right? That's correct. Like even on the writing Right. Um, think about this analogy. Like before Photoshop, right? If you, I don't know if you work with photos before Photoshop. It's very tedious. You go to a dark room, you print it out, and like, it's very hard to do any manipulation modification of your photos. Then digital Photoshop happened. You load into your computers. You can do 
tons of different things in near real time with your photos. Right? You become more semantic. You make this dark, make this light. You don't need to go into the technical detail to make that happen. I would say AI, at least on the writing part, is the equivalent for that, but for text. You no longer have to type every word or every characters. You can semantically gesture Notion AI or any other AI products, like, give me this shape of this. Let me start working with this, modify this, right? So you're working on the level above what's typically required to type word by word, character by character, which is slow. English is my second language. I'm very slow of writing uh, announcement for my company, but I can just, hey, Notion AI, give me the first draft of that, then I can work with it, uh, refining it, almost like a clay-like, right? So. Um, our relationship with writing, I think, would be changing with technology like language model embedded in writing product such as Notion. And that's just writing. And of course, there's knowledge, there's a task, there's a bunch of other stuff. I think it will be very, getting very exciting in the next. No, and I years. agree with you. And I think that's a good place to kind of kind of leave it. I had a conversation with um, uh the team at Grammarly one time and, and they said that, you know, bad writing is costs companies something like $400 billion. And so I'm a big fan of any tool like this that can help close that gap, right? Who that can help sort of eliminate bad writing, bad communication, because for some, some roles in some businesses, it's the difference between, you know, making the, getting the hire or, or closing the deal or whatever it might be. So Ivan, I, I definitely appreciate you taking the time. I know that we're running out of time here. Is there just anything else that I didn't ask that you feel like people should know? Well, I encourage everybody to try Notion if you haven't. And if you are already a Notion user, uh, please check out the Notion that we're launching tomorrow. And we believe it's going to completely change how people work and collaborate and work with your document, knowledge base, and task management. Um, and please give us feedback. This is a really early technology, really new technology. We're still figuring out what's the best way to apply it. So any feedback you have. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Ivan.